Welcome to Grace, Grind, and Growth, the podcast. I wanted to talk to you today about remaining positive, how to keep that energy, keep your momentum going, regardless of whether your environment is positive, regardless of whether the people around you are positive. Um, I just kind of wanted to cover the action steps to keeping your pace and staying in your own lane, regardless of what's going on in your environment. I do first want to start off by making a quick shout out to my cousins um, who actually graduated high school, not this past weekend, but the weekend before last, the week of, or the weekend of June 10th and the 11th. I'm so proud of y'all. I'm very excited to see all the things that y'all are going to do. I'm happy and eager for the experiences and the phone calls saying like, oh my goodness, this happened and that happened and I learned this and that. College is great. I'm really looking forward to all of that. I'm still living vicariously through y'all, even though I'm still in college. So, you know, keep me posted. Can't wait. Happy for you. Shout out to class of 2018. It's about freaking time y'all graduated. Um, It's been a long time coming. I've been waiting patiently. But welcome to the college club. Um, I hope that awesomeness and amazing opportunities greet y'all at every turn. And I can't wait to see everything that y'all are going to do. Since that chapter has closed... I just wanted to hammer in the importance of staying positive because I know that going away from family, going into these new environments with all these unknowns, people, classes, um, campuses, and etc. can be a bit overwhelming. Um, So I just wanted to cover how to stay positive in situations that you can't control, in situations where there are a lot of variables and where there's a lot of things that aren't always pleasant to experience, but, you know, you can only control your reaction and not the things around you. So, I want to start off by saying, one, that I'm making this podcast in reference to not allowing certain things to bother you. Obviously, we can't control everything that happens. Obviously, we cannot always predict the way things will play out, but all we can do is play the hand that we're given to the best of our ability and the best of our knowledge and hope for the best, you know, pray a lot, talk to God about it. And, you know, faith without works is dead. So play your part. When you're in a situation or you find yourself in a situation that is testing your positivity, um, I want to recommend one that you prior to engaging in that experience so like right now like yes right now like right right now like not now but right now um make a list of the top five things that you value and once you make this list make it don't make it specific items like oh i value my phone because i use it every day make it like a category of something just because you want things that can be grouped together so for me my personal values or like things that i value categories i value would be God, like my faith, um, my family, my academics, um, self-care, self-development, stuff like that, and then my health, I guess, would be in its own category, because that's, like, very multifaceted. 
And once you make this list, when certain situations arise, if the situation itself does not find its way into this list, then it does not need or require your attention or your energy. So for me, I think that it looks like when certain people stress me out, if they don't affect or aren't a part of my family or my faith or school or uh, my well-being or things that I deem affect my self-love, then they don't get my energy. They don't get my time and my attention. Not saying that they won't ever get it because, you know, in a perfect world, we would have X amount of time for every single thing. But sometimes everything can't make the cut. And when I find myself in those situations where I don't have time for everything or I can't have this infinite pool of energy to give to other people, if it doesn't make the cut, then it's just got to get either take the back seat or get kicked out the car altogether. Like, sometimes this is a sad story. Everything in a fairy tale. After you decide what your top, and, and it doesn't have to be a top five. It could be like a top ten. Only you know what's important to you, and only you can make that call. But after you make that decision of what matters to you, and it should be only to you, like, you, if you had to consult somebody else to figure out what matters to you, then it, your list is automatically um, disqualified, like, that's not your list. That's whoever you ask list. So only you can figure this out. So you got to figure it out for yourself and write it down. Once you write it down, you have to learn how to accept or reject certain situations. And when I say that, I mean, I don't know if you're aware of this, but when you allow certain situations to affect you, you're literally like handing it a slip with your signature on it saying, here, I'm giving you my permission to do X, Y, and Z. So you have to accept the positive and deny the negative or reject the negative. And when I say that, obviously you're not going to be giving out like permission slips. But like if a certain situation is like coming at you and it doesn't fit into your five categories, then mentally you need to write that permission slip and say like, no, you can't go there. It's kind of like a field trip almost. Like, you know, when you're in elementary school and you want to go somewhere, you have to take home your permission slip and get it signed. And your parents have to say, yes, I've seen such and such brought this form home. Yes, they can go. No, they cannot go. You have to write out your permission slip for the events that cause you stress or the events that don't cause you stress and that you want to partake in. Um, because the importance of granting access and denying access is the difference between you being positive and you being negative about something. Okay, so first things first. How do you decide what to accept and what to reject? Right. It seems kind of simple in theory, but in practice, it's a little bit of diff it's a little different. So certain stresses are just anticipated. Right. If I go to school and I'm studying for a test, that's an anticipated stress. The stress of studying is significant enough that I need to accept it because I need the outcome of getting that grade that I know that I want in the class. Right. So I'm going to accept that stress, but the stress of maybe going to some event with people who are going to stress me out is not worth me wishing I was home the entire time that I'm there. So I'm going to say access denied. I'm going to have to pass, sit this one out, um, and carry on and go about my day as I wish to and how I'm doing what I would rather do and spending with the people that I actually would enjoy spending time with. So just to reiterate that kind of, 
when you accept something and give it your permission to enter your space and enter your mind and your energy and all the resources that you have to give, you are saying, yes, this experience is either at my frequency or it's above my frequency and will raise my frequency. So I'm going to engage in it. So I'm going to let it enter my space. So I'm allowing it to interact with me and meet me in all these places and follow me along. That's what saying yes to something that um, affects you does. It makes you better or it meets you where you are. So when you, on the flip side, um, reject something, it's saying, hey, engaging with this or giving this my energy or um, listening to this, feeding into this, whatever the case may be, when I do all of these things, I am... I find myself losing instead of gaining, and it brings me down instead of bringing me back up. Now, the only thing about rejecting is you can't be apologetic. You have to make your list and say, this is what I'm sticking to, and if it doesn't fit, then it just doesn't fit. That's not my fault. It's not a bad thing. It's just not where I am right now. Sometimes your list will change. So, like, a few months from now, your list might change a little bit. You may want to put more energy into other areas other categories and that's okay but for right now you have to stick by what you stand by um because what's that quote it's like there's a quote that says like if you stand for nothing then you fall for anything so if you don't if you start making compromises on the little things like the things that you say you value then they aren't really your values to begin with so just keep that in mind Okay, now if you accept a positive experience and decide to feed your energy into something, you have to be consistent with your choices. Like you have you have decided to be a positive person. You have decided to accept the positive decision or experience or situation for what it is. So you cannot sabotage yourself. And I'm laughing this entire time because this is so me. Like Y'all, I will seek an opportunity out and be, like, super ambitious and energized and pumped up in the beginning. Like, oh, yeah, I can do that. I can take that on. And, like, I'm going to just go for it. I'm going to just do it. Even if X, Y, and Z doesn't work in my favor or isn't, like, pointing in the direction that I want the situation to go in. Like, I will still do it anyway. And then it's, like, as soon as the opportunity seems to be happening, I'm going to be, like, maybe I'm taking on too much right now. Maybe this just isn't the time. Just because I got a yes doesn't mean that it's the right opportunity. Like, I will really sit there and pick certain stuff apart and, like, overthink myself out of a situation that I pray to be in. Like, it's so weird. And I know that sounds crazy, but, y'all, I do that so much, and I know that I'm not the only person to do that. But you have to bring that positive factor. You have to stay on your A-game. You have to stay prepared. Um, you have to know why you set out to do what you set out to do and make sure that your actions are aligned so that everything is that is in your power or that you can control is done in the best way you know how to do it. Like, you cannot sabotage yourself. So, for me, I want to say, like, if I'm aiming to work out five days a week, I know that my clothes need to, lay out the, need to be laid out the night before. My lunch needs to be packed for work after. Um, so that I can, like, shower at the gym or whatever. Like, I have to be on my P's and Q's. I have to hold up my end of the deal because that's something that I can control. So that if I fail or if something doesn't go according to plan, I can say I did everything in my power to make it work, even if it didn't work the way that I wanted it to. Um, and on the flip, if you reject something and it's denied your energy, your resources, everything that you have to offer, then you have to replace it because nobody likes feeling... Um, like they lack something and usually 
if you are rejecting something, it's not because it's something that you didn't want to do from to begin with. Usually, if you're rejecting a situation that's negative, if it one if it was all situations that um come to you that may not be good for you, don't always look bad for you. Um, just to clarify, so like a certain situation, like um if you have an issue with like a friendship or something, and it's stressing you out. It doesn't mean that you don't value the friendship if you reject it. It means that you don't have time to, like, fix it in that moment. Or maybe you don't have time or energy to give in that moment. It doesn't mean that it, that you don't value it or that it's not good or beneficial to you. It just means that at that point in time, like, I cannot deal with this. I cannot um, feed into this. I don't have the materials required to get the outcome that I need right now. So I got to put it to the side and I have to come back to it. Um, rejecting something isn't always a bad thing, like I said, like, do it unapologetically, um, and then come back to it, but you have to replace it with something, um, that meets your frequency, that way you don't necessarily lower your own frequency by feeling like you've lost something, or you can't give something the attention, um, at that point in time that you wish you could, or whatever the case may be, but when you, I always like to say, like, I don't like knocking something, like, knocking and knowing, that's not my vibe, like, if somebody suggests something, I'm just like, nah, but I don't counter it with, like, how about X, Y, and Z, or what about so-and-so. Like, always, like, find a sub. Find your substitute, and then keep it pushing. So if you can't give a situation your energy at that moment in time, find, figure out what you can do. Like, what is in your range of ability that you can still take care of to make you feel better, um, to get you closer to accomplishing some other goal that you have, or some er other area that you're excelling in, even if you can't focus on what you wanted to in that moment because it won't always work out that way uh, before I wrap up this episode I do want to say that bad situations will come sometimes we're regardless of how positive you are or how positive you claim to be everybody's entitled to bad days everybody's entitled to um, sadness anger bad attitudes you know everybody has their off days but people deem you negative if you're consistently like if every day is a negative day maybe the day is not negative maybe you are negative um if every time a certain situation happened a certain instance or experience happens and it has the same outcome that like you gotta have attitude stomp your feet like stomp stomp slam kind of thing maybe it's time to reject it and then try a different way out of it um, because the first time, you know, like if something happens or maybe somebody got your order wrong at the drive through or whatever, like the first time, yeah, you can have a little attitude. The second time, maybe it's just like, okay, I need to stop coming here. The third time it's like, you're choosing it. Like now I don't know what to tell you because you're making that decision. The first time's the accident. The, the first time is an accident. The second time is a choice. The third time is a habit. So at some point in time, you have to decide that I'm not going to keep putting myself in this situation or I'm not going to keep giving this situation the same reaction. Um, something's got to give. And then you just, I always say act accordingly or find myself saying act accordingly. So you got to figure out what you want to do about it. Like, are you going to change it or is it going to change you? And hopefully one of these things will produce some positivity somewhere in there. Perception is also reality. This statement is so true, and I don't think I realized how true it was until I experienced how badly it can affect you if you don't use it to, like, to work in your favor. Um, 
So with that being said, I would definitely say know that you pass on your energy and opportunities just like other people pass them on to you. So if some, so just like somebody comes to you or may come to you with negativity, um, people can feel that way about you too. Like it doesn't only work outside in, like it can work inside out. So you, if you're having a bad day, just think about being on the receiving end and how you wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of somebody um, having a bad experience or a bad time. <clears throat> Excuse me. But keep in mind that it's all relative. So sometimes people aren't trying to be negative. They may be negative to you because you're used to being around people who are more positive than you. But maybe that person that you're calling negative is the positive one in the circle. I think it's important to realize that like sometimes that say like there is someone who's negative in your eyes, but they're the positive person in their circle. Maybe they're trying to come around you because they want to become more positive or maybe they want to kind of like surround themselves with people who are more positive than them because they want to rise up to that frequency. They want to rise up to that occasion. And maybe they're tired of being around the naysayers and the negativity. So they have to relocate and surround themselves with people who whose level of positivity they want to be on. Sometimes you don't always get to be the mentee. Sometimes you have to be the mentor. It's kind of like a cycle. I think that it's really bad and unhealthy if you are always the only one to benefit from a situation. Sometimes you have to give back. Sometimes you have to pour into other people. Sometimes you need to be that big sister, big brother, whatever the case may be, to help somebody else out or figure it out. Because, you know, obviously you know what it feels like to be on the receiving end, but sometimes you need to give a little bit too just to find out um, more about yourself. And I definitely think that people who mentor or, like, help other people um, do a lot of, like, I feel like mentorship is very introspective and reflective for the person like doing the mentoring because you learn like when other people are trying to figure out what you do to get to where you are you learn um a lot about your strengths and weaknesses and things that you should do or should stop doing um so it's not necessarily just beneficial for the person learning or um being the mentee but it's beneficial for both parties but it still stresses the importance of why it's valuable to be on both sides of that fence and lastly I do want to say it's ongoing y'all like you can't just you can't just wake up and be like oh yesterday was positive so that's it now I'm done like I'm positive like it's a commitment that you actively make every single day every situation every curveball like everything it's all ongoing and it builds so, like, your one positive action does not make you a positive person if you just revert back to, like, BS and nonsense. And your one negative action doesn't make the world stop spinning just because you had a bad day, a bad attitude. Like, you have to forgive yourself and move on. And at any given time, you can decide to be positive. Like, if the past however many years of your life have been viewed as negative by other people, you still have the right at any point in time to decide that the last time was the absolute last time. Like, people don't have to get a rise out of you just because they've always gotten a rise out of you. People don't have to um, give you a certain look or whatever just because they've always given you that look. At any point in time that you feel like changing, that's a decision that you make. And you don't owe anybody an explanation. You can say that was yesterday. That was 15 minutes ago. Like, I wish you the best. Live your best life. It just is what it is. 
But anyway, I'm gonna just wrap this up real quick. Um, thank y'all for listening. Make sure that you subscribe and leave me some feedback. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. Even when you start acting like a fool, you know I'm loving every single thing you do.